Ghostbusters and Oncers. Oh my gosh. Episode 21 Homecoming. We've got one left. We're not emotionally ready to talk about that part yet, but we are excited to talk about this evil Henry and how everybody heads back to Storybook. Stick around. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Guys. Second to last time we're gonna be able to listen to this music and and show's coming so bad. It's coming to an end. I a lot of my favorite shows right now are either on season finales without renewals mm-hmm. or they're ending. And it's really an emotionally trying time, as I'm sure all of you have heard me discuss many of times, and I'm sorry if you're annoyed. But I'm never we're annoyed of you. Really you're the best. Like, I just love you. Guys. I just speak the truth. I just love you guys. <laughs> I'm never annoyed. Well, I'm just sad. <laughs> I know. We're all so sad, but welcome back to another lovely after show at Afterbuzz TV. I'm your host, Allie Nass, and I've got the lovely ladies to the left, starting with Steph Sabraw. What's going on? What's up? I'm Steph Sabraw, and I have a lot of things to say about you, Henry. <laughs> Wish realm Henry. Lanisha Fisher. Oh, uh, you know I'm getting emotional, leaving the show, leaving you girls. Ugh. No, it's really hard. Not yet. Not yet. yet, We've got one episode, one and a half, because we're starting right now, and Carolina Benetti. Hey guys, I'm Carolina Benetti, and I'm so sad. This episode had me all emotional. Yeah. So overall thoughts, we obviously are emotional. Steph's really mad at Henry, the (laughs) Wish Realm Henry. Oh, I'm with her on that one. It scares Uh me about what Wish Realm Steph there is. Because that could get real nasty if that's how Henry turned out. Well, honey, you want to be a witch, so what do you think she's doing? Oh, no. I'm worse than... (laughs) Worse worse than than Zelina. Yeah. about the Wish Realm, even though we were in it. But mm-hmm. that's what confuses me, which we'll get into that in a second. But anyways, let's go to overall <laughs> thoughts before I get too eager. Somebody take a shot. They started a game in the chat room. I was reading it that every time you say you're confused, they should start taking shots. Do we say that a lot? <laughs> no, just you, Allie. Me? <laughs> Next what time she... Allie says take a shot, I'm just going to start, or says I'm confused, Wait, you I'm going to take a shot. Me? <laughs> yeah, it was in the live chat like a couple weeks ago. I was cracking <laughs> up. I, I can't remember who said it. <laughs> it was really funny. Jeez. I think that that's like a, mo- that's like a marker of like how incredible you are. They started a drinking game after you. That's awesome. Yes. I don't have a drinking game after me. <laughs> oh, man. Well, guys, I guess I'm not going to say I'm confused this time. There they go again. Look, every time you say it, they always say me too. Yeah. So, well, also, I regulate the chat. Really quick, did you guys ever watch How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, mm-hmm. you know how Robin. There's a show where she, there's a part where she goes, "But um," and the college students that work with um, that are uh, Ted students, they make a "But um" cheers, and so then she got on the news and she's like, "But um, but um, but um, but um." <laughs> so confused, confused. No, I'm kidding. All right, guys, uh, let's get into it. So she just makes my day. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Please don't do that, guys. I'm. I don't want anybody to to drink because if you're home uh, and you're not driving, have a blast. <laughs> um. So anyways, we have a celebration of the curse being broken, and everybody gets super, super duper excited that it seems like it's all coming to an end, and the last piece of the puzzle is just getting them back home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, Rumpel. Rumpel ruins the day by taking his family away wish as soon realm, as Rumpel. they make a wish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was, I love that little paradox there they do with the making a wish for the cupcakes, and then they get taken away to the wish realm. What are your thoughts about them being taken away by Rumble? I had no idea that was happening. No. I was like, wait, what? Oh my god, Rumble, what you got against him? Right. 
We'll I find out. I didn't see his endgame coming, so I was really surprised what it led up to. I was yeah. so taken aback because that's not at all what I thought he was going for. Mm-hmm. This whole time he's been talking about the dagger, so I thought, especially with so much focus on it all season, that that's where we were going to go, and then it, it, it was the pen. Ugh! That turn, that twist. Uh, it was so good. It was classic Once Upon a Time 101 that I just, I love that. Which, let's get into the reason. Let's break it down. So, the reason behind Wish Realm Rumple, that's a tongue twister, <laughs> um, his plan is to rewrite the book so there's no guardian so that he remains with all of the power. And he wants to even gain the power from different realms by mm. doubling the sword, which is crazy. So, I guess my question is, now that he has the pen and he has the power of Henry, who is the author and the truest believer, what other piece could he possibly want? You know what I mean? Because he's still not done. He's not giving them what they wanted. Well, he kind of has his final thing. He has the author rewriting his whole story. So, he could go as far as he wants. We already seen how it is when the author rewrites a story for the villains. So I'm definitely interested into seeing the next one to see how Rumpel's story is going to turn. But that just confuses me because it's not, he doesn't tell Henry, which we, like, Wish Realm Henry is is terrible. And he's not even going to listen to his mom or his, or Hook or anybody. He's not listening to himself, future self. Well, technically in Wish Realm Henry, Regina's not his mom. Yeah. She's the evil queen. She's the evil queen, queen that killed his parents. So I and did his mother. get the evilness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, to him because she disappeared with her. Mm-hmm. Because Emma was the only real copy of herself. There's no copy of her in this realm because she woke up from the enchanted dream. So yeah, no one. And there's also no copy of Regina because she also woke up. But in that world, Emma was Princess Emma and she was the sweetheart who had never fought with the sword. Just bringing it back, recapping for anybody who doesn't remember. And Regina woke up and was the evil queen and was like, no, I'm not. I've come very far from this. And then all Prince Henry knows is that his mom disappeared with the evil queen. So he thinks that she's done away with her just like she did with his grandparents. See, I'm glad you brought that up because I really did think there was another evil queen. No. No, that's mm. an, that's yet another realm when she tried to separate herself from... I, I am know, like... That's really confusing. I <laughs> am like, I like the guy in the show, um, the one that Henry went to, the wizard, the blind wizard. Yeah. I'm like him right now where he's like, woof. That's a lot. Too many timelines for me. Right. I'm like him right now. <laughs> well, I love that they're making a joke out of it on Once right. Upon a Time. Like, they've literally addressed it three or four times this season and blatantly been like, don't just don't, don't, pay attention to that. Stop just following flow the with, timeline. Flow with this right here. <laughs> Which, if we break it down even further, too, we've got Hook and Rumpel working together in order to figure out how they can keep the dagger and keep Wish Realm Rumpel away from gaining all this power. And so mm-hmm. I guess it's just kind of confusing because then Rumble doesn't even know how to stop himself. Mm-mm. So I guess I'm just wondering, you know, like if if Rumble can't stop himself, then where where is this, the end game going to be for him? Because we didn't get any conclusions of that. Did I, I don't know. Confused? I no, I don't <laughs> I think, think I so. <laughs> 
conclusion. You said conclusion. Okay, okay. Having the pen is the biggest twist of the season. And it is, you forget how powerful the pen is, which I love that it is a pen. And like, because we're all book nerds, I think here, it's just awesome that that's the case. I see no good ending with this. I don't know how you beat someone who already has the pen. Can I say how excited I was when the pen came into place? I actually jumped up and was like, ah, I knew it because I said it at the beginning of the season that I thought the pen was going to come back into play. I wanted to slap Henry. Original Henry. Did you think that was a bad idea? (laughs) Him going back in the first place? No. Yeah. No. (laughs) We always have the pain. No, let me hear yours. No, I figured that it would be a plot twist where like evil would get their hands on it, not to the degree that Rumpel did. But mm-hmm. I think it's a good, it's a great idea to close up the story. I, I feel like he has to write something because he gave up the most intrinsic part of himself that made him a fairy tale power player mm-hmm. when he broke his own pen. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was almost like he wasn't accepting his fate, and then he was upset that he felt like he wasn't a hero like his grandparents and his moms. And then it was like, I'm going to go off on this adventure. Okay, cool, Henry. You just landed yourself in another curse. So I think that taking the pen back and accepting his power and responsibility as the author is the closure of Henry's journey. But he didn't accept it. He wanted to break the rules because they kept telling him what the rules are. Now remember, it is dangerous. You're not supposed to create it. You're just supposed to record. Everyone kept warning him, but he even knew because that's why he broke the pen in the first place. Right. I'm want... not saying he's making the best decisions, but that's why I wanted like, to smack him. Just like Emma being the savior, she didn't always make the best decision either, but he has I to come to, to terms. I wanted to smack her a couple of times too. <laughs> I'm just saying he needs to come to terms with who he is in this story. But so do you mm. think that this younger Henry, the one that we all are angry at, because he obviously writes that the Guardian doesn't exist or the Guardian has no none of the power, mm-hmm. do you think that that Henry is going to figure out how to overcome this this vulnerability that he gave himself away to Rumple. If he does, it'll be with Regina. But how? Oh. Because I feel like that would take so much more effort. You know what I mean? Because now, like, because Regina's the only one that he, that Rumple didn't put back into the globe. Mm-hmm. Or put into the globe. So now Regina and Henry have to have a one-on-one or a heart-to-heart. But this Henry doesn't know any of the other world outside of this so I feel like that would take a lot for that Henry that version of him to remember because he wouldn't have that 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 memory he wouldn't have the memory but maybe there's something that Regina could say or do to make him not remember but have at least a passion or a heart or something or to remember who will come back and slice that up Maybe. But I feel like she's, she's so in the cage. angry. She's like, I feel like she has no, she's just done. Yeah. She's mad her hair is all white right now. I loved that. That was such a great scene. Because I always forget that the pen has to come with the ink, which I don't, uh, the rules of the ink are confusing to me, but it would make sense that it's only found in rare places like Cruella's hair. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, is he taking it out of her hair? I was kind of cracking up at that. I thought he was taking it out of her breath for a second, and I was really confused. Like, <laughs> what is she? What is he doing? I forgot. Corella, girl, what do you drink for breakfast? <laughs> How did she even get that ink in her hair anyways? That's what I want to know. It's a dye. I mean, I don't know. It's a dye. We have <laughs> so dye. many questions. I was really happy, on a side note, to see Ariel. Yes, which also, shout out to Jeff, because he asked for that last week, mm-hmm. and he got it. The, the Ariel came back with the squid ink. 
Yeah, oh, yeah. she yes. did. Which that leads us to obviously Rumble had his own plan in in getting and being able to trap old I wish realm Rumple with. Why don't Weaver. you call him Gold? We'll call him Gold. We'll call well, no, original have... Rumple Gold. Okay, cool. And then Weaver. And then no Gold and Rumple Stiltskin because the wish realm Rumple isn't anything but Rumple Stiltskin. Okay. Weaver is gone. The the curse Weaver's, is broken. Yeah, that's okay, gone. Okay, so we're calling him Rumple. So okay. Gold and Rumple. Okay, cool. So I like that. I like that break. Okay. So uh, now I'm even. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I almost said Yo, it. What? I almost said it. We're on track here. We're on track. Okay. Gold is the OG, and then Rumple is Wish Realm 2.0. Okay. Wish yeah. Realm 2.0. I can talk. Okay, cool. So anyways, he's trying to stop himself, and he has the squid ink, and then Regina comes in and, and stops this from happening. Which, yes. why do I feel like squid ink should have lasted a little bit longer than that? Why do I think but Regina Rumble's should not have done that? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they all, this is actually... I was thinking the same thing. This, this one episode, everybody was on their own agenda. Because... Mm-hmm. Great point, Allie. Thank you. Teamwork makes a dream work. Once upon a time taught me that. Yeah, and there was no, we were actually all talking um, dynamic duos, which we'll get into that later, but like this one, there were so many significant people that stood out. I mean, Henry freaking hit Nook across the head and like knocked him out in order for him to not stop him from going to get the pen. Everybody wanted to do everything on their own, which is why I'm really excited for the finale because I think we'll see them all come together and once again realize that through the power of collaboration, Mm -hmm. they'll get what they deserve, which I'm so excited for next week. I'm just, I'm sad. In the chat, they said, who was it? Merrily called us out or. I don't know. Someone called us out because I guess in season four, the Cruella episode, I do remember this now. She got the ink spilled on her hair. Oh, oh yeah. right. I completely forgot about that. So good catch. Yeah, yeah. good catch. Shout out oh, to Oh, Sarah you. Benedict. Thank you. Yes. Thank Thanks, Sarah. You, Sarah. Yeah. Thank you, Bring us back the memory. You're helping <laughs> us learn and grow and be better women. And you know, it's also something that is so good to help you learn and grow and be better of all aspects of your life is Conversations with Maria Menino's Podcast Edition. It is amazing. It gives you a bunch of inspiration from career tips to, to lessons that you want to learn from your friends or peers or mentors or any of all of that. So make sure you go check it out on iTunes. It's Conversations with Maria Menino's Podcast Edition. Check it out. Download it. You might even hear a familiar voice, Steph Sabra, on it. And yes. it's phenomenal. Make sure you go check it out. And when you do, please be sure to rate, comment, and let Maria know that it was the Oncers that mm-hmm. brought you there. Mm-hmm. So Drops every Friday. Please do that. <laughs> yes. It is amazing. And it's free, guys. So what what better what better could you ask for? You what couldn't. More, what more She's the big sister you always wanted. Exactly. Um, moving on to to, I guess we can, not sisters, not siblings, but family. <laughs> Familia. Back to the family. Um, but yeah, I, the, everybody dysfunctional. was. Dysfunctional. Yeah, dis, very dysfunctional. <laughs> Lucy and Jacinda are going to freeze to death in that globe. I was kind of surprised that really you have Gold and Regina in the same room and you're telling me neither one of them know how to break the glass. The, really? The like king and queen of entrapment? Don't know how to get people out of an entrapment. I was having a hard time with that one. <laughs> well, yeah. It, well, the thing is, though, I think it's one. Of, they always bring up these little small nodes where 
they have to have a certain specific type of power to break something. And this just happened to me that one. But also, I feel as if, if like, gold, wish realm realm, rumble, gold just, I don't know how long he's been cultivating this plan, but it was very thoroughly thought out. And he had, he was five steps ahead of everyone. More thought out than, (laughs) yeah. More thought out than Mother Gothel. Um, yeah, almost. <laughs> yeah, I felt like he was more thought out than Mother Gothel, which kudos to the writers, man, because yeah. they've written this in just a few weeks to wrap yeah. up so much up. Yeah, and I'm glad when the episode started, I'm going to be honest, I was so um, off-put by the intro and the Sleeping Beauty part, and just mm-hmm. like Henry in general. <laughs> like, I was like, who is this? And then you find out it's Prince Henry, Wishrome Henry, and then the payoff happened when you realized You didn't remember purpose. who the girl was? She's the chick no, from I'm, Camelot. I remember. Oh, oh she, No, she wasn't. She wasn't it the girl from Camelot? No, no, no. no. Oh, I this thought it was Sleeping her all Beauty. grown up. Yeah, yeah, but I thought she was like in a sleeping curse and she looked to me like the girl from Camelot oh, no, that yeah, he was in I, love with. And then she's like, oh, he's so... Because I thought that's why she knew him. No, no, no. no remember, the, the other girl had brown hair. She had brown hair. No, she had dirty blonde hair. Yeah, that's what I thought. It looked light brown to me. Whatever. So I just... <laughs> I thought it was her. And I thought that's why when she got up, she's like, Henry, what are you, what are you doing yeah. here? How And awful. he's like, oh, just uh, support. And she's like, oh. He deserves it now that we know zone. what he's about. So the payoff was good. I was like, okay, that makes sense. Because at first there was like a big gap where we didn't realize why that was the intro. Right. But Sarah Benedict oh. is killing it again. She just had another great point to how are we going to get them out of the... The cage or whatever. The globe. The globe. Um, obviously hook. with Snow and Charming. Come uh, on. We're bringing no. in the big guns next week. <laughs> Steph, what is she saying in the chat? <laughs> she said Maui's hook was supposed to be able to break through any prison or some, like, anything like that. Oh, oh my gosh. And we were introduced really to that. Good. We were wondering what the point of that was. They better another- bring that back. I- they I'm glad to. Sarah got us reminded because I will not be happy without a callback. That's so true, and also because we they brought that up with Mother Gothel and Alice and that and when she was up there, right? See, or was it Hook? Hook I thought that was just to get Rumple out of the Wish Realm. I thought that was to get him out of his cage. That's what I thought. Hmm. No, it was. But I was it again. Or is it like yeah. a one Yeah, it's Maui's pony. hook. Mm-hmm. He's just going it back and forth. He just is like a bee. He can yeah. only use it once and then he dies. <laughs> That's so depressing. I thought Maui could use it multiple times, but in the hands of other people, can they mm. harness that power more than mm. once? Wouldn't that be funny if Maui just walks right in and is like, hello! And it's Jason Momoa. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> or The What's Rock. What's the song? I can see yeah, The Rock coming me. in. What um, is it? Such I I want them to play Maui songs. That I would, wish if we had another season, that one would have been. That would yeah. be yeah. Cool. too much fun. I love Boana. get the Rock to come on and play the live action version of his animated he character. Would. I would love he it. He would. That yeah. would be so much fun. Uh, oh my God. Somehow I feel like he's not guessing on the finale. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Don't hold your just breath on that one, you guys. <laughs> really quick, I do want to talk about Henry and just how about how he's been searching for this happiness, and you kind of touched on it a little bit. He's been searching for this happiness the whole time and figuring out his story. But it is so true about how he did kind of get the answer seasons ago by becoming the author, which is actually one of the biggest powers. The biggest power. It, yeah, that everybody has been seeking, and he saw that, and then he was Walked just away. like... I don't want this power. That's not fair. You don't get to choose. Do you think your mom wanted to be the savior? She didn't want that. And not 
only is he the author and has the power to write anyone's story, he's the truest believer. So I feel like with those that go hand in hand, it just doesn't it doesn't make sense that he was constantly searching for this happy ending that like he didn't have almost. Yeah, that's an interesting point because Henry, since the beginning of Once Upon a Time Ever, has played this role of uncertainty and trying to figure out his place in it all. And even now, in every single realm, that still goes through him. And it's just, it's weird to see him make the same mistakes, but I guess it makes sense that... I don't know that you would have a complex if you're the only not powerful one. But he, he was, and he threw it away. And then he, his complex was his own fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would definitely pick being the author. So I feel everything. like him. Yeah. I feel like because you can literally write what you want, and then it just shows well, up again. That's what they were saying. But that's they the keep, danger of the yeah. power. He but he could only record it. <laughs> But and the that's thing is, why they there was curses. <laughs> I, every time someone would piss me off, I'd be like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> do you want to say, say. say that again? <laughs> oh, don't give me. I can write you out the book. Let's go. <laughs> so, I was actually thinking when Henry was writing the Guardian's powers out of the book, I was thinking that maybe Henry, this Henry, even has this has a plan going, like the Prince evil Henry? Henry. Yeah. Do you think he has a plan going? That's an is interesting my thought. Maybe, but it, it feels to me like he's just on a personal vendetta to, yeah. you know, crucify the, yeah, the, evil queen. the evil queen because he's so, so angry. He has so will, much anger. Well, this will be interesting, too, because obviously every second person or every multiple person that we've ha- he had in the wish realm has kind of had a second chance almost. Nook got his second chance. Um, Rumpel his other version, not the Wish Wish Realm version, has mm-hmm. gotten another chance. So I'm just interested to see if they're going to, obviously if Henry has this power and he's got the pen in front of him, are they going to hurt this version of him in order to stop this madness from happening? New version or the real Wish ver- Realm version? Wish Realm version. Of Henry, like are they going to hurt him or try to get rid of yeah. him to get him out of the way? I don't think so. See... I don't think I don't think Regina has it in her because she's facing all the faults that she feels that she failed with Henry that he doesn't hold her accountable for with right. Prince Henry. And that's why I think that's gonna this is my worry. My worry is that Regina's gonna be the one getting hurt in this. They're not gonna kill her. Ah, I, I hope not. I dare them. <laughs> yeah, they can't. I mean, poor girl already I found out mad. that. Uh, Dr. Facilier has passed. But this is why I say that, because when we had, I'm just remembering, like, the guests that we've had, they've all made a face, and each of them have asked us, how would we feel about the ending mm. if, it, if we didn't get the happy ending? That's true. Not That's good. what I'm thinking, like, <laughs> we huh. kind of had some allusions to, like, ambiguous ending, and that's when I lost it on that one, and I was like, I swear, if they lost me again... Like the lost <laughs> ending, I'm gonna be so mad. Which I'm they, still salty about a lot that of ending. Parts that got brought up into this episode that I'm really curious how they're gonna loop it all up, like and Ariel one. Cruella, and then I'm um, actually in the chat we mentioned um, 
Pan. Yeah, Peter Pan. Yes. Yes, yes let's not forget about it's Pan. very much alive in the wish realm. But I wonder if in this miserable. version of him, he's as miserable as they made him. That was my least favorite villain arc because I love Peter Pan. I am obsessed and with Peter Pan. And I was so upset that they made him a villain. I did not Me like too. that storyline at all. Currently, that's the first time I actually agree with you. Yes. <laughs> I wish you I was like, Peter is happiness and he hangs out with Tinkerbell. Don't you make him a bully. <laughs> Yeah, that was actually really depressing. extra evil. Peter Pan is mm-hmm. an all-time favorite of mine. I could probably cite you every single line of the one with Jeremy Sumter. Oh my! <laughs> that movie, guys. We all know we loved that when we were like thirteen. Oh my god! I was obsessed with Hook. Oh, that movie was good. Rufio, Rufio. <laughs> uh, um, every time I hear someone stopping, stopping like in the hallway, I'm like. Hook, hook, there's the hook. Do you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Sorry, guys, if you haven't seen Hook, I'm sorry about that. But let's get back onto topic. If you haven't, you should, though. You would love it. And it's a great hangover cure for having Once Upon a Time end. So good. Very true. Um, But going back into Seattle, we have Naveen and Princess Tiana, where Princess Tiana is a little, she's struggling with figuring out who she is and where she belongs. And Prince Naveen is there to comfort her and say, no, you are the queen. Like, you are a queen. You are a princess. You are, you you are you. Don't forget that. Like, Mm -hmm. I just think it was, it was a really great twist on how she was the one that was able to kind of join everybody together to figure out how they were going to help the others. I thought it was nice that they didn't sugarcoat it and have her just be like, yeah, I'm this like superhero queen lady. Right. She really struggled with who have I become during this curse and how do I go back to who I was? Kind of like how Snow White did when she found out the differences between Mary Margaret and Snow White mm-hmm. and kind of melding those two together. So it was cool and I'm really sad that we're not going to get to see Tiana like play with those layers because she's such a strong actress. Oh, most definitely. I would have really enjoyed to see that story arc play out of bridging those two sides of her. Right. For sure. And then that's obviously how we get the last bean. Magic bean in order for Robin and Alice to save the day and go off on their merry way to Storybrooke. I was so excited about that, by the way. That made me feel dynamic like at the end of yeah, it was like at the end of like a, a favorite Disney movie. We're like, oh my gosh, this is so good! You know, that's the moment where I started getting really excited. Mm-hmm. Was as soon as I saw them driving that road. It's like to the most plain oh. scene out of this whole entire show is them driving this road with trees on either side. And I'm like, this is the best scene of the entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> I got really excited and nostalgic. Um, Ellie, we gotta get alone. you in there. <laughs> we gotta get you in the show. I would die. I'd be like, magic. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, and so do we think that Alice will remain the guardian after that was written out of the book, or do we think that like do we think that she's gonna be able to stay or get her powers back? I think she's gonna get her powers back. I don't know how, but I do think like it would be a nice wrap up to have that last piece of work together. Yeah. Ultimate power, guardian. Or maybe they'll pass on to someone else and they'll surprise us. Ooh, do you think they're going to probably pass it on to Rumple? I give him all the power. Okay, No, he can't be the guardian because he's still the dark one. Not the guardian, not the title, but the power. Of the guardian? Uh Uh-huh. Is that how you're saying you think he's going to get to Belle is by being the guardian himself? No, no, no. Not, not, not wish, not, not real gold. Yeah, I'm talking about gold. No, not gold. I'm talking about Rumple Stillskin. Stillskin. The Still, Wish Rump. Stillskin. Stillskin. 
Just Rumple. We These got you, names, girl. Rumple. Everyone's so caught up on the names even it's... in the chat. I'm like, listen. Yeah. Well, it was really interesting. So Y'all know I... what I mean. But what would he do with that? Because our Rumple, Gold, he needs the Guardian's powers to get back to Belle. Right? I know. I know that. So if they gave uh-huh. it to Rumpelstiltskin, uh-huh. what would he do with it? That wouldn't be a happy ending. It wouldn't even be an ambiguous ending. It no, would be not blackout. The end, not the <laughs> ultimate ending, but I'm talking about for that fighting scene and everything. I think that's what they're going to do with her power. I think the okay. Guardian's power. I think they're going to give it to Rumpel. I ain't even going to say the other part of Rumpel. <laughs> but I think they're going to give him the power. He's going to have the dagger. I think he's going to be like beyond powerful i'm at a place where i'm like i'm gonna let them surprise me because the post post like the last four episodes have really surprised me in a great Mm -hmm. way and i'm like every time i overthink it it's wrong and then it's just like not as good for me so let me have it once upon a time i really (laughs) want to see what you guys add do not disappoint though you have plans (laughs) i know i really don't know where it's gonna go i have so many different thoughts and theories and i've read a bunch of um people's comments in the on the youtube episodes that we've done and it's really interesting to hear everybody's thoughts and theories and there really are so many different ways that they can go into this Mm storyline and even this episode with having the different dimensions of all these different characters that are in different headspaces we don't know what any of them are thinking I mean Henry would have never just knocked Hook up upside the upside the head you know now Regina's stuck with a terrible version of Henry and Rumple, like what's gonna happen and she's not as powerful as she used to be like I do agree with that um because Regina I, I feel like did this curse like die her out does she have to re- right. reboot because Regina does she will, have to reboot I, girl I, she's not a computer she I don't know job. but she used to be so I feel like she was stronger it's like she was yeah. a bad like you yeah. <laughs> that's true I do agree with you her powers have definitely diminished in the way that they use them and in like everything from her spellcraft to her potion making yeah. to her spell casting and Zelina too like what is happening where is their powers I, I mean, Zelina wasn't to even say in that, episode, but, but I've felt that all season. Yeah, but I'm biased where I think that they should be ruling everyone. But <laughs> one interesting thing I do want to bring up that people have brought in the chat that I didn't really think about is just having so many different realms that these characters have been a part of. Um, we don't think about like if they're screwing up like fabrics of time and space, you know, creating right. all these different versions of themselves that are out that it's maybe that's the reason why nothing is happening good so it Mm. makes me think that that will be a part of the closing that could be a part of it all that's such a great point but throughout the entire series a big part of it was that there are infinite realms yeah but remember the series with uh sebastian stan as the mad hatter even it was all about the different realms but still, even if there are different realms, you don't we haven't necessarily copies? been... Yeah, there hasn't been too many copies besides this season. This season yeah. is when we saw copies of everyone, not just one person Literally. because they yeah. accidentally went into a realm mm-hmm. they weren't supposed to. Mm-hmm. And even, you know, Regina had a pure sign of showing that when you take Robin out of this world, he's not going to change into the Robin that you wanted him to be. He's mm-hmm. different. So, I don't know. I think that maybe it could have a good point in, you know, messing with the the change of the course of life yeah because if you have younger henry you know we don't even know if that's i mean if that's the if that's the henry wait a second i need to put this piece together really quick so obviously we see 
Henry get approached by Rumpel, right? Mm-hmm. And he gets told, you know, I can help you. I can help you find, like, your life, your happy ending, whatever. That's supposed to be in the Wish Realm. No. That, that was in the Enchanted Forest 2.0. And I thought that that was our Henry when he first went there before he met Cinderella. And that's why he calls back to him later in the episode... <laughs> I warned you, dearie. It wasn't just for your ending. It was for him. So when when he didn't get the original Henry to agree to it, he made Prince Henry agree to it. Okay. But I thought that that opening scene was our Henry, not Wish Realm. It was just him when he first went to the Enchanted Forest. And that's why I thought it was the girl from Camelot. Okay. I still think it was supposed to be her because Ali, she knew him. I'm pulling a U. I'm confused. <laughs> There's so many different... I think also, too, we all, when we watch it, we all have our different theories, which helps you watch the trajectory of the show because you think about these different time points and then you add your theories onto the end of them. So it's really hard that when you're watching a show like this and trying to, now that we're so close to the end, we're all making our own assumptions. It's mm-hmm. confusing us all because we're trying to, like, throw in our thoughts and theories there. I feel like gotcha, there was, like, gotcha. a subtitle at the bottom of the episode with like who we're watching as they flip through the scenes yeah. that would be so <laughs> that helpful. Would be helpful so if they do the like fan edition at any point and they re set it out like can you guys video. yeah can you just have like the pop-up facts like pow this is wish realm pow this is enchanted forest <laughs> this is just so that people know where they are Right. Well, before mm-hmm. we get into dynamic duos and character corners of this um, after show, are there any last points that we want to talk about before we get into that? Any cr- cr- pressing issues that happened this episode that you were dying to talk about? We covered all? Mm-hmm. I thought Alex cool. and Robin were super cute. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Besides that, that was honestly my favorite part of the episode, and I'm super stoked to see them walk into Storybrooke. Me I'm ready too. to see them kick butt. It'll be awesome. <laughs> I mean, let's get into our dynamic duo then, ladies. Alrighty, what were you guys thinking for your dynamic duos? I know who mine is. I oh. think we might all have the same. I was going to say Robin and Alice. Same. Sabine and Drew. Oh, that's a good mm. one. I was going to go the villain way. Oh, who? Hit it. Yeah. Rumple and Henry. small Henry. Oh, Prince Henry. That yeah. was yeah. actually, mm-hmm. Lanisha, that is bomb right yep. there. Because everyone wasn't working together except the yeah. villains. Mm-hmm. And they had everything handed them on a silver platter, which was crazy. Mm-hmm. Because everybody else was working so hard to fight against what they were doing. Meanwhile, they had everybody manipulated the ex- to the meticulous point yep. of getting exactly what they wanted. Doing which, all the dirty work for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy, because obviously he knew no one else would be able to get the pen but that version of Henry. Mm-hmm. Insane. Crazy. Which, it's so funny to think about how we're all meshing these ideas in our head and freaking out about not knowing the actual answer, when these, this is how the writers are able to formulate all of this. It's Ugh. crazy! I'm just ready to see it so I can stop going all crazy in my head. I'm just ready to just see it. (laughs) Yeah, we have been like every episode this season. So when are we going to get the questions answered? When are we going to get the answers? And that all happens next episode and I'm so excited. So excited. But guys, it's time for some Character Corner brought to you by Carolina Benetti. So this week I decided to go with Snow White because she is, what are those puppies? (laughs) Snow White is the woman who started it all which is really incredible so 
Snow White was first published by the Brothers by the Brothers Grimm in 1812. But, however, it's believed that Snow White's tale was actually an oral fairy tale that was told since the Middle Ages because most people didn't read and write back then. So minstrels would go around and sing and tell stories at whether you're in a castle or a fortress or even inns where travelers would go. It's believed to be um, just a fairy tale that was handed down generation to generation. Now... Here's where it gets really interesting. So in the first version of Snow White, which uh, we've got the photo up there for you guys watching on YouTube. This is from the original Grimm's fairy tale. It's a much darker story than what Disney had. So Snow White does get away from her evil stepmother who does have a magical mirror that informs her she is no longer the fairest of them all. And that's when things get ugly. But Snow White, you guys, I have to be honest with you. She's my least favorite fairy tale character because Homegirl was kind of dumb. <laughs> like the witch, the the evil queen got powers from a witch and disguised herself not once, not twice, but three times. And all three times she got her, including a corset that almost suffocated Snow White to death. And then she takes an apple from the woman. Come on. She keeps taking things from this strange old woman again and again. It was killing me. Great lesson. Um, don't take <laughs> things from strangers. And then the Snow White that's largely popular. That's the Brothers Grimm tale version. So the Snow White that's largely popularized today is 1937's Disney's animated version, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Oh, the one that talked to birds. Yeah, oh. the one that talked to birds and sang at a wishing well and cleaned the guy's house. Yeah, her. So we've also got a photo of that up there for you. Now, in modern times, we have Jennifer Goodwin, who completely flipped the script on Snow White. I absolutely adore her Snow White. And if you don't know this, the scene in the pilot episode where she throws the sword was actually a very big part point of contention with Disney because they couldn't have a Disney princess running around with a weapon. Mm. This is before the days of Brave. It's before any of that. Mm. And it was down to the wire. They were filming the pilot and one of the executive producers came running through the doors and was like, she can throw the sword because ABC and Disney Networks were go so on the fence about her handling a weapon, like wow. a real weapon with intent to harm. So that's a fun fact. And Jennifer Goodwin made Snow White into the warrior that we love today. Mm -hmm. And there's also the motion picture with uh, Kirsten Stewart as Snow White, which was another piece of fiction, which honestly, you have to watch that for the evil queen because she's so good. Oh, yeah. Charlize Theron as the evil queen gives me life. Mm -hmm. um, but that's another tale retelling of it. And it's a bit more similar to some of the German folktales that they believe it originated from. But here's where it gets really crazy. So in the original Snow White, where she went through the curses three times with the corset and everything, the prince didn't wake her up with a kiss. What did he wake her up with? <laughs> he apparently really liked to collect beautiful dead bodies. And when he stumbled upon <laughs> this perfectly preserved dead body in the woods, he said, I have to have it. And he went and came back with his knights. And when they picked her up and were walking along, the the coffin, the glass coffin fell and the apple tumbled out of her mouth and she woke up and he was like, well, you're the most beautiful corpse ever. I guess we're getting married. <laughs> That's real. What? Yeah. Watch so list. She married a psycho. No, and here, so to wrap up Character Corner, sorry guys, I know it's a bit long, but Snow White is actually possibly based on a true story. What? Yes. What? 
So Snow White could be Margaret van Waldeck. So in 1994, a German historian, Eckerd Sander, published an account of a German countess born to Philip IV in 1533. When her mother died and her father remarried her stepmother, she shipped Margaret off to Brussels, and Margaret would later fall in love with the prince who would later become Philip II of Spain. (laughs) <laughs> this relationship was a political standstill, and at only 21, she died mysteriously, and many claim that they believe the king, the prince's father, had her poisoned. Thus the reason for the poison apple. Other historians, however, argue that it's based on Maria Sophia von Erthel. According to a study group in Bavaria, the story is based on Maria Sophia, born in June of 1729. She was the daughter of an 18th century Prince Philip, Christoph von Erthal, and his wife, Baroness von Bettendorf. And when his wife died, he remarried and the Countess absolutely hated her stepchildren. And the castle where they lived is actually a real-life museum now, and they had an acoustical toy that was a mirror that could talk to the children, and it's actually located in the Spessart Museum in Europe. What? That's crazy. So if you would like a more modern (gasps) and more incredible retelling of Snow White, if you're watching the chat, check out Girls Made of Snow and Glass. Snow White is named Mina, and she lives in White Spring Castle. And it is a very feminist and empowering retelling of Snow White. You guys can check out now. There are many versions. I did not cover them all. Snow White has an incredible history. This was long. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you want to know more, check out. Oh, and I almost forgot. There's also a German folktale that features both Sleeping Beauty and Snow White titled Snow White and uh, Rose Red. Mm. Amazing! Oh my love gosh, Carolina, thank you so much. I honestly love, love these character corners, yeah. and th- this was all Carolina's idea, and we're so appreciative that she brings this to us because it gives us a little background story on some of our favorite characters. Yes. And I want to so, be at camp, like, so like around, a scary story. <laughs> and it's always interesting to see where like Disney and America has adapted these characters, and how we thought all these princesses <laughs> have to be like so clean cut, but it's like, really no, not. this was nasty. Yeah, <laughs> they were evil background <laughs> stories for almost all I'm of these characters. I'm just so totally creeped out that in the original Brothers Grimm story, his knights drop her and she falls out of the coffin. The apple pops out of her mouth, and she wakes up, and he's like, "Let's get married." Hold on. And then, but here's the thing is Snow White was like, that's a great idea. <laughs> you you want to marry a dude who, she he didn't save you. He was trying to collect you. That's weird. Yeah, that's creepy. Very, very creepy. <laughs> um, but no, thanks, thank you. <laughs> you know, thanks about that. No, but so interesting to see, like Seth was saying, how all the adaptations have kind of formed into one story that we all know. There's so forever. much more into it. The one about Sophia, uh, the the Bavarian one. <laughs> Apparently, there was a, it was like a copper mining village that the Baron um, Baroness presi- no the Baron yeah. presided over, and uh, there with the miner, like the head miner thought that the children were stealing his copper so he Mm. would poison apples and they think that that's actually to kill the children and he thinks that that's actually where the story came from interesting so historians actually believe it's based on truth craziness i would hope that none of that would be true don't Um, steal copper and watch out for stepmothers and who you marry well guys we are running out of time so i want to give a special shout out to our fans steph is there anyone in the chat that has been super Yes, yes. Well, as always, Ivan Soto, Merrily Ortega, I don't know if I'm getting that right or not. 
Um, Donna Brooks just popped in, or you have been here. Rebecca, um, Billy Jean Girl 24, yes. Sarah Benedict spitting some fire today, uh, the traveling introvert. There's so many of you guys. We love you so much every time, and you guys are funny in here. <laughs> <laughs> well, and yeah, seriously, thank you so much. We love you guys, and we're so thankful for everything that you do with all of your tweets, your comments, yes. everything. We appreciate it. We do take it into consideration when we're talking all thoughts and theories mm-hmm. um and we're just really sad we're gonna be wrapping up this series Ooh, yeah. but ali i just gotta announce this real quick you yes. guys our last episode is gonna go out with a bang you guys come back because rose reynolds is coming to guest star on after buzz <gasps> once upon a time what? which for those of you who don't know her real name this is this is who portrays yep. Alice the yes. Guardian Tilly mm-hmm. Alice so Tilly Alice the Guardian um so we are so excited to have her on the show next week and we cannot wait to hear what she has to say she's she's kind of been the main she's been our she's main yes. dynamic yes. duo yeah. like well, I'm ready to see it it's crazy um but really quick let's do some flash lightning um predictions starting with you Steph after Buzz TV predictions um Prince Henry wish from Henry is gonna die and I need a full closure okay <laughs> I only know that Rumpelstiltskin is going to be the most powerful villain we have faced yet. Yeah. That's all I got. I have no predictions. I want to be surprised. (laughs) I, geez, guys. I mean, I'm thinking the same thing. I think Henry's going to die. Obviously, they're all going to make it back. Yeah, Prince Henry's going to die. And then Rumpelstiltskin is going to be stopped. And I think that... I don't know how they're going to do it, but um, Regina's going to get them out of that that um, glass ball, and they're going to all come together. Snow globe. The snow globe. Sorry, I said glass ball. Um, but yeah, I think that Storybrooke obviously is going to come together, and they're all going to figure it out, and it's going to be a happy ending. And that's what I'm thinking. That's yeah. what I'm sticking with. I think it's going to yeah. be the OG crew yeah. that Aww. brings it together, which is who the fans want to see on Most camera definitely. anyways. Yeah. I do want it to be Tilly, who just gets her guardianship back and does it. Maybe it'll be both of them, but I want the old crew being the main ones. Right. Mm-hmm. right. Which that kind of makes me feel like maybe... Tilly will, when she goes into Storybrooke, maybe it'll automatically take away what she had in Seattle and, like, bring her guardianship Mm. back when she gets into Storybrooke. But I don't know. (laughs) I guess we'll have to wait and see for the season series finale. Oh, my gosh. My emotions are not ready for this. Steph Sabral, where can they find you on social media? I'm not ready either. You can find me in the meantime on Instagram and Twitter at Steph Sabral. Let's talk about this. Lanisha, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Lanisha spelled L-A-N-I-S-H-A-914. Carolina Benetti. Hey, guys. Carolina here. You can find me on Twitter at Carolina Benetti and Instagram at LenaBean113. Hey, guys. Allie Nasta here. Find me on Twitter at Allie Nasta and on Instagram at Allie Girl. And, of course, follow AfterBuzz TV on all social media platforms. Forms. We will see you next week for our final yeah. recap. We love you guys. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.